Welcome to the Perennial Podcast, where we reflect on wisdom from modern life, from ancient philosophy, and spiritual traditions. Each episode is based on timeless principles and practices designed to help you live your highest good. To learn more, visit perennialleader.com. The philosopher Aristotle called contemplation the highest form of activity. Similarly, the theologian Thomas Aquinas said it was necessary for the perfection of human society that there should be people who devote their lives to contemplation. There are many definitions and practices associated with contemplation. However, the most straightforward is simply deep reflective thought. Throughout history, Philosophers and theologians have stressed the importance of the practice of contemplation. According to the theologian and mystic Meister Eckhart, what we plant in the soil of contemplation, we shall reap in the harvest of action. Aristotle insisted we become better through the right action. Although he concluded the activity of wisdom is contemplation. So therefore, contemplation is the highest activity of human life. But how does one actually practice contemplation? The Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius may provide the best example of contemplation in practice. His personal journal known today as Meditations, has been called one of the greatest works of spiritual and ethical reflection ever written. The following passage from Meditations contemplates the topic of change. Is change something to fear? But can anything happen without change? Is there anything that's nearer and dearer to universal nature? What about you personally? Can you take a warm bath unless the firewood undergoes a change? Can you be nourished unless your food undergoes a change? Can anything else worthwhile take place without change? So don't you see that the changes you experience are no different and are similarly necessary to universal nature? Marcus wrestles with the topic of change through a series of repeated, deep self-reflection questions. He contemplates the notion of change many other times throughout meditations. In book four, Marcus wrote to himself this quote from the philosopher Heraclitus. The death of earth is the birth of water. The death of water is the birth of air. The death of air is fire. Although contemplation is a solitary practice, meditation reveals That deep reflection can help us to realize our connection with others. 
In a well-known passage from Book 2, Marcus wrote, At the start of each day, tell yourself, I shall meet people who are abusive, ungrateful, etc. The passage concludes like this. Because we were born to work together, like feet or hands or eyelids, like the rows of upper and lower teeth, to work against each other is therefore unnatural, and anger and rejection count as working against. Through his deep reflection on the challenges of dealing with difficult people, Marcus is able to find both compassion and clarity. Although action and contemplation are closely intertwined, we should avoid the trap of viewing contemplation as a productivity hack. Contemplation is a lifelong endeavor with no goal to attain. The practice of contemplation, like virtue, is its own reward. Thank you for listening. I hope you found something useful. If you're interested in learning more, every Monday we share a short reflection with three timeless ideas to help you start your week with wisdom. You can subscribe at perennialleader.com. Until next time, be wise and be well.